Oh boy. Seahawks Social, welcome back. Uh, tough loss on Sunday to the Rams. Yikes. Seahawks are 10 and 3. Move back to second in the NFC West, fifth in the NFC. Mm. We're going to talk about it. Jason Myers missed an extra point, so I can't imagine what Lucas is going to say. Let him go. Let him go. We've prepared Let him go. to. Let him. Thank you, Lucas. We'll, we'll wait for the actual podcast. We've prepared some uh, cocktails of sort here just to drown our sorrows away after a tough, tough weekend. Uh, let's do this. Carl, did you watch the game? Unfortunately, I did, Denny. That was tough. That was really tough. Any positives to take away? Fuck. <sighs> Quandry digs two picks, but then we do absolutely nothing with it. I thought that would be a TSN turning point, and we just nothing. Our offense couldn't get going. Lockett did even have a catch again. Lockett had a few catches. He had a few did catches, he? but not, not much. I think he's slowly... Uh, he had in, the flu, though, it sounds like, the week oh, before. Really? So he wasn't healthy, but he played. Not that that's an excuse, but... I think he's slowly getting back into shape, it seems like. Yeah. He looked a lot better this week than the last couple yeah. weeks. Metcalf had another decent game. Metcalf had a decent game. Um, our punter had a good game. Yeah, he was out there quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he was bombing bombs. I thought the D started very slow, obviously. We were down 21-3 in the first half. But I thought in the second half they gave us a shot to come back. Obviously, Diggs has back-to-back picks, and then we block that field goal. So, they just, the offense seemed like it couldn't get anything going. And when it started, when I had a couple first downs in a row, it seemed like there was a big sack that was like a 15-yard loss. And that happened like three or four times in the second half. Yeah. And then, and they just couldn't put a drive together. Do you think the, the lack of running game this week kind of hurt us with Penny going down? Man, that's... He's out for the season, too. Yeah. He's out for the season. Because I'm like looking at stats right so, now. Yeah. So Chris Carson had 15 carries for yeah. 76 yards. Yeah. Yeah. But like surprisingly, Metcalf had six targets. Lockett had six targets. Josh Gordon had six targets. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't get the offense going though. Well, I mean, their defense, both, both of LA's offense and defense showed up. We got fed no matter what. We couldn't do anything. Like the only bright side is digs catching those interceptions you thought okay this is a tsn turning point maybe we can put something together but even russell couldn't even run outside of the pocket you just get sacked you get hit you get taken down it's like do you think it was a congratulations rams had a had a great game or was it a seahawks looked sluggish um i think the rams were seriously playing for something and were seriously upset that they lost to they got fed by their ravens a few weeks ago and I think they're turning their season around, trying to get back into the playoffs. We let them back in now, for sure. I feel like the Rams kind of treated it like a playoff game more, yeah. just because they need the wins, right, to even mm-hmm. have a chance. But I think everybody was showing up. They looked really good. They looked really I, good. On both sides of the ball, they played really well. Yeah. They uh, had a ton of pressure. on. I don't have the numbers on, like, hurries and knockdowns and sacks on, on Wilson, but... It seemed like he was under pressure every second play. 
I thought their defense played really well, held held their offense to not very much. And I thought they, on offense, they kind of dominated Seattle. Goff's decent. I know he hasn't had a very good year. But I think, like in terms of our division, I think he's the next best quarterback. I think he's better than Garoppolo. Do you agree with that? Um... I'd like to agree with that next week, not after we lose a game to him, because currently I'm still bitter about that loss. But I think he's good. LA has weapons, man. But they have weapons. Totally. Mm-hmm. Gurley's a beast. Our defense was garbage, so it's not like we did anything. They had four, three touchdowns that were longer than 75 yards. Like, that's retarded that you can just march all the way down that field for three touchdowns on us. I don't think you're allowed to say that word anymore. Which one? Garbage? <laughs> no, I'm not going to I'm not allowed to say it. What did I say? Starts with an R. Let's move on. I give a lot of credit to the Rams. I think they looked really good last week. And they play, do they play the Niners next week? Or in two weeks? I think they play the Niners one more time. I think. I hope so anyway. That's going to be an incredible game. That will is, be. Is, can you confirm that? I can't remember if they played twice or not. Uh, so the Seahawks play the Panthers next week. Um, what are we, Falcons play the 49ers next week. Okay, so that's and the a win. Rams and Cowboys. Is next week. Okay, so the... The way Cowboys the, are playing, Rams are going to roll over them too. The Niners have two tough games. Week 16 they play... Uh, where is it? In L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sorry. Santa Clara. That's uh, San Fran. So they play the Rams at home Saturday night, December 21st, and then week 17 in Seattle. The division is totally up for grabs still, man. And who, uh, who's New Orleans play the next few weeks? They play the Monday night game next week against the Colts. And then they have the Titans the week after that. Ugh. And then week 17. Week 17 at Carolina. So the honestly, I would kind of put money on the Saints winning the NFC right now. What really? You, you like the Saints, eh? Well, they have three easy games left. Mm-hmm. That's true. So they're going to be yeah. 13 and 3. The uh, 49ers have two tough games. So if they lose, I guess if they lose one, they're still. <clears throat> It's, it's right three, with Seattle, three right? Teams. Same with the yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Because yeah. if Seattle beats the Niners and they all have the same record, it's a three-way tie. What's the second tiebreaker? Because the Saints... Is it points four? I have no idea. I don't know. That's a good question. Because the Saints beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks beat the Niners. Could be twice if we win on week 17. And the Niners beat the Saints. Yeah. So they could all be... They could all be 12 and four. Well, it's starting to shape up that the final game is going to mean something. <clears throat> totally could be. Yeah. See how expensive the tickets are right now? Oh, my God. No. What are they at? Minimum 400 for that San Fran game. Oh. For the upper deck? For upper deck. U.S. That's silly. That's so expensive. That's you can buy play. You can buy Seahawks playoff tickets for 300 right now. Can you? Nope. But we don't know what the, what the game is. 
Can you buy the first game already? You can buy it, but they can't guarantee it because we don't know if it's a home game So it's just cheaper because you're buying it blind? Do you get your money back? You must. I don't know how it works. You have to get your money back. If they don't make it? Well, if it doesn't exist, well, if, they, if the game doesn't exist. Because if they don't win the division, right, they don't get a home right, game. Right, right, right. Yeah. They'll be away. Interesting. That's a lot of refunds. It's a lot of refunds. And I ran into two, two season ticket holders this week. I was mad. One guy's been a season ticket holder for 15 years. Like a four seat. Jeez. He says he donates them to charity. That's like, pretty can you cool. Donate yeah. them to me, please. We should start a charity. <laughs> what a doesn't even go to the games. Jeez. Just runs it as a business. Danny, do you want to know how they decide the divisional tiebreakers? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so first it's head to head. And then it's best one lost tied percentage in games played within the division. And then it's best one lost tied percentage in common games. So games played against the same opponent. <clears throat> And then four is best one loss tie percentage in games played within the conference. It's really <clears throat> confusing. So I, I don't think there can be a three-way tie. Correct no. me if I'm wrong. So if the Niners and the Seahawks are tied, but the Seahawks beat them twice, mm-hmm. the Seahawks win the division because they're head-to-head. Correct. And then the Seahawks would be one and two. Yeah. And then it depends on record against the Saints. Because the Niners are no longer available to get number one and two in the NFC because they didn't win the division, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Even if they have a better record than the Saints, the Saints, because they won their division, are top four. From my understanding, yes. Yeah. That's a weird fucking system. Dude, look at the, like, There's 11 fucking tiebreakers right here. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to throw that many tiebreakers in, they must have had to use this one once down the line. They'd yeah. be like, okay, now we did a new tiebreaker. Yeah. And then you add a six, add yeah. a seven. That's insane. I can't believe how many 10 and 2 games there were this year, or this mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. because that, that was like a true guide of like where these teams are at. Totally. Do you think this was the best uh, NFL week so far this season? 100% across yeah. the yeah. board? Across the board, for, for sure. sure. I mean, I was the most interested this week on what was going yeah. on, the outcomes. I really wanted <clears throat> New Orleans, obviously, selfish reasons. Um, Fuck, that was a game. I honestly think Patriots got <laughs> the refs decided that game for them because that should have been two different touchdowns on one play and they still just came out with it. I need to find highlights of that game because I, I didn't see it. I've just read about it on social. Today. So they got, they, they, uh, they, who was, they were playing Kansas City, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So they tackled Kelsey, made him fumble grabbed the ball, ran it down, but blew the whistle as if he was down, so they couldn't run it. So that, mid-play, they stopped mid-play, it. Mid-play, yeah. they stopped it. It was a fumble. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even on the ground yet. So that should have been a touchdown. And then on that play, um, I can't remember who the guy was, Keneal something, I can't remember his last name is, um, was, is a rookie. He was running, it was like first and goal maybe, or something like that, first mm-hmm. and five. Anyways, Looked like he stepped out of bounds, but he was like this far in. And he dove, should have been touchdown. But because of those other plays that they challenged, um, Patriots no didn't have any more challenges left. And they couldn't, tra- they, it was a touchdown, clear as day. So clear. Mm. Like, oh my God. You look at the camera once on the replay and yeah. it's so easy to tell. 
Like, oh yeah, yeah. Brutal. How do you avoid that though? Just, I don't know. It's, it's human error. It happens in every single store. It's human error. I mean, the only way to avoid it is you the challenge. look at everything. Well, the you challenge. look at every score. Yeah. Big plays like that, do you just look at it every time? But it time? wasn't a score because they called it out, right? I know, but they called it out. But I think, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Because the refs are now are taught, especially with challenges in play now, are taught to let things go. Yeah. If they're borderline yeah. like that, yeah. if you can't see for certain if he stepped out of bounds, let it go and right. call it back, right? Because you can review a score play. You can't review. Yeah. But they, the bounds. crazy part is that they were ch- you're challenging stuff and they play. What I don't get is that if you've challenged it and they play the, re- the, the replay of that challenge and it's clear as day, just looking at the screen that the call was wrong and they still won't overturn it. You're like, who's the one back in New York deciding, uh, let's just go with the call in the field when they got it wrong. Did they challenge something? They've challenged, they challenged a few other things. Did Mm -hmm. they challenge that Kelsey? I think that was the one that they lost it on, right? They lost it on that. And that was clearly a fumble. I, it was, did they challenge that? I think they did. And then they challenged a pass (laughs) interference as well. Which I don't think one pass interference challenge has gone through this year. Yeah. Why are people even bothering? That's a waste of a challenge. I saw some stats. I think it was last week they put it up. In the first seven weeks of the year, it was like four out of 59 were overturned pass yeah. interference challenges. Yeah. And then I guess coaches were understanding that, okay, it needs to be pretty obvious. So they were just not challenging as many. Yeah. And then it was up to like 25 or 30% were, going, were getting overturned. Yeah. Can't remember the exact number. Then it was like for the next six weeks, it was like 10 out of 40 or something. So brutal. it was getting a lot higher. But yeah. yeah. That was a brutal game to watch because I was just not that I'm a Patriots. I'm not a Patriots fan, but I was just like, oh my God, this is like this is not good look for ref. On the final drive too, there was also a pretty bad PI that wasn't called. That was one that got challenged too, right? Or did he get challenged? No, that one did not. What did they challenge? Is it said? It was the first on the Kelsey one. Yeah. If you saw that Kelsey mm-hmm. fumble, you're like Okay, yeah, that's a fumble. And that was Bill Belichick's final challenge. Punched it out and of his And it got head. called no fumble? Yeah. No fumble. Got called no fumble. And you look at it, he got ta- again tackled, punched the ball out, and then he goes to the ground. Ball went flying. It should have been a touchdown. Not only should have, that have been a touchdown not called back, they... M- should have called it dead. Yeah. Was it egregious? Excuse me? Big word. <laughs> no, remember what does that mean? Can you remember spell a that weeks, for me? Remember a couple weeks ago we looked up okay, Alex, how they back. can overturn a proper uh pass interference? Right. And it had to be the word that's in the rule is egregious. What does that mean? Like aggressive? No, remember we talked about that. Did we? I don't know. It means that. uh look so up, out of it's control. so funny. It means shockingly bad or something. Well, I think these were I, shockingly bad. Outstandingly bad. shockingly bad. The refs are bad, shockingly yeah. bad. Shocking. Shocking. That's right. Oh my god. Anyways, I thought that was. Let's move on hilarious. from that. That was insane. Egregious. I'm okay with the Patriots' loss. I think they've had enough things go their way in I the last decade that they deserve one bad one. Is uh is Kansas City in the talk? How do you guys feel about them? I still think Mahomes. <sighs> no, but Mahomes broke broke his hand. No way. Really? I don't know if it's his throwing hand. He broke a bone in his hand, so I don't know. Do you see him get, like, destroyed on the sidelines? So it says uh, Patrick Holmes' x-ray on injured throwing hand is negative. Oh, it's negative. That's not what I heard today. I heard that it broke, he broke a bone in his hand. Was that the same hand that he was having problems with earlier? Oh, I don't know, but he, there was one play that he just got 
tossed on the sideline, like got thrown. How did he not? I saw that. Yeah. He, yeah. How was that? Not his a... entire body weight went on his wrist. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. They say it's negative. Okay. Well, that's good news. I don't think that they're in the talk because he is not. I feel like Mahomes is last year is Lamar Jackson. Like was running through everybody. And like, you're like, okay, Mahomes is the, oh, this guy's a beast. Mm -hmm. But then he get, got hit, got injured. His ankle was screwed. And now he's just not that guy. So they don't have him running anymore. And that just doesn't open him up for anything. So everything's out of a pocket now, a little bit different. Yeah, he's, he, can, he can run, but he's not running much. Mahomes is much more an impressive passer than Jackson though. Oh, yeah. No, Jackson. His arm is way better. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think Mahomes. Well, he's a baseball player. Like, he's a. I don't know the injury status of Mahomes, nor have I really watched much of their games these year, this year, but I watched a few last year. Yeah. I think he is. I think he has the potential to be a Russell Wilson, to be someone who early in their career uses their legs a lot just to create space. Yeah. But will also be always be that elusive guy that just extends plays and makes plays. That right. extra gear if you need to, right? Yeah, just as like, long as he protects himself. I think he still uh, yeah. goes a little too far, and he's he's these guys are just gonna get injured. I watched maybe ten. The, talking about Lamar Jackson, I watched maybe ten minutes of the game, just flipping back and forth between the Saints uh, Niners game and yeah. and that game. There was like two or three times where he aggressively is looking for contact, and every time. He's not trying to I'm, avoid it. I don't it at understand. All. No, he'll like put a shoulder down and go, "Okay, let's go." What? Why? But there was it's one. There was one where he was like running out of bounds, and he's as he's getting hit, he kind of breaks a tackle and like just looks for another hit. And he's six yards behind the line of scrimmage. He's not like mm -hmm. gaining anything from this. Mm -hmm. I just can't see him unless he changes the way he plays, lasting he's more than like three years. And it's, it's comical to me because this is the way that I think about him. It's comical to me to see RG3 come onto the field as like a wildcat or whatever. And I'm just like, this is Lamar Jackson in three years. Yeah. He's going to be a backup somewhere. He's yeah. going to be a wildcat quarterback that plays three plays a game. Yeah. Just because he's been hit in the head so many times. RG3, man. Shanahan screwed his career. Just Injuries screwed his career, though. He just kept getting injured. But he, yeah, not only did he kept getting injured, Shanahan ran him out there injured to try to like make a run in the playoffs and just right. got just destroyed his knee. And once his right. knee was done, that's it. His career was done. Like, sure, you could throw a ball, but these quarterbacks are only going to be who they are. That's the thing. I'm, like, Wilson can adapt because he's a talented athlete. And these guys, like Lamar Jackson, doesn't have the arm to throw these dimes. He can only rely on escaping and running and using that talent and skill to his benefit to open up the receivers to throw them, throw them the ball. So if he's sitting in the pocket, he's it's just not going to happen. So when he gets injured, he's going to be like RG three. To comment on that, I've seen like I don't what Carl. What do you, have you watched a lot of him? What do you think of his arm strength? It's not, I don't think it's that great. His accuracy is getting better. I feel like he's getting more confident, but he does a lot of things on the run, which are unique. Yeah. And yeah. It's like kind of set him up. That's apart. why I'll give him the accuracy for yeah. that, for that reason. Do you think he obviously, so Russ has his, had his first game without a touchdown this week, did not throw a touchdown this week. Do you think that separates Jackson a little bit in the MVP race? Do you think Russell Wilson is out of the MVP race after that game? Lots of people are saying he is, but 
I don't think so. All it takes is one bad game from Lamar, a couple good game, good game from Russell, and we're right yeah. back into it, right? I don't know if they have tough games left, though. I think I think that Buffalo game was the kind of their last tough game. Baltimore. Like, they play the Jets next week. Just silly. So easy. You're going to win 114-3. to Watch the Jets come out and somehow like put together a game. You're like, what the hell's going on? And then they play in some Cleveland weird this week or this year. In Cleveland, then against the Steelers. But week 17 for them probably isn't going to matter. Uh, I guess they have three losses, so they might. Oh no, they have two. They're 11 and two. The Bacamara is coming. Week in 17 for them might Browns, not matter. Right? Like they may, uh, they may have number one clinched right. already. Again, and the Steelers probably need to win to make the playoffs, so that could be a loss. But I don't think it's going to matter for an MVP race. There's only three games left. I think I think Lamar, according to the NFL, is is, um, this is a step ahead of Wilson now. So unless like something spectacular happens, I I think uh, I think they'll Lamar give it to Lamar Abe just because they need to sell more jerseys and there's enough Wilson jerseys out there and they don't really <laughs> care that much about the West Coast and we don't get the respect and so they want to build something about Baltimore because. Baltimore? Really? That's my take. What about Joe Flacco? Where's Joe Flacco these days? Jesus, man. How many Super Bowls do you win with the... I'm pretty sure one, Raven? right? He won, won one? Two. No, he won one. Only one? Yeah, one and got paid. Against San Fran, he won, yeah. right? One got paid and then got traded. He Where is he now? He he's, gone. he's fucking living life, man. No, he's in Denver. He's on the Broncos. Yeah, he's still... But he's like... Third, I think he got benched. He got injured though, or something, I think. Yeah. He's on a season-ending injury reserve. Yeah. See, you guys are going to listen to me more often. His neck. I, I believed you. No, you didn't. Do you think... What are your thoughts on Pete Carroll? I love Pete Carroll. I had a conversation with... In the league. I had a conversation with one of my uh, friends yesterday, during the game, kind of. Before the game and during the game. Mike Bell. Mike Bell bet against the Hawks yesterday. Mike Bell does a lot of sports betting and actually he's quite good at this shit so good for him that he picked that one uh the reason he didn't like that game is because the rams needed to win the seahawks didn't really yeah uh and he likes what's his name sean mcveigh yeah 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 the coach. he likes mcveigh's decision making in games much better than pete carroll's hmm. and then after the game he sent me a message saying like exactly like this is exactly what i predicted because in games where they need to step up the tempo a little bit and throw the ball they just like they say oh we have a game plan we're going to keep to the game plan but if you're down 21-3 you probably need to move the ball a little bit quicker right yeah, even couldn't though like Donald was just blowing through them Darnold Rams Don- Donald Donald sorry Darnold is a quarterback yeah, for the Jets yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about their game next week <laughs> but it's I get it I still I still think Carroll's a better coach he's a player's coach like McVeigh is young and like so, okay, parties but was, with him and like mm-hmm. yeah he's the guy right mm-hmm. and he has that and there's pff, how many players but do you think like, with, how young is he he's 34 being young, years old like that's insane is he that, might be like what if he just brings in new ideas being young kind of just fresh things well and he does <clears throat> he obviously does 
That was his comment. His comment wasn't that Pete Carroll isn't liked by the players because he definitely motivates people because of how good he is. No, I get what you're saying. He adapts. McVeigh is adapting to the game and, and in-game adjustments. And, yep. McVeigh is better. That's yep. what he was saying. Anyway, it showed yesterday. Like even just the. So in you, the yeah, yeah. I'll bring up a few specific situations yesterday. So, but do you think we just ran up against a hot LA team? We just like happened to, uh, that was the game that they put everything together and it happened to be against us. I'm giving the Rams 100% credit for yesterday. 100%. I think they played extremely well. Right? Yeah. And even if the Seahawks played well, I think yeah. that would have been a close game. We did not play well. It's fine, but I think they had a great game. Yeah. I haven't watched them this year, but I'd be surprised if they've played better across the board in in a game this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they played, I, if they I think be, they played it really well. Will they do that back to back? I wonder. I don't know. I haven't watched. I don't know their guys well enough to know if that's going to happen. But like, let me put out a few specific things. So, first quarter, I think uh, the score was seven to three at the time. We had a fourth and like half a yard around midfield. I think we were on like the forty-five or something. And we and went for fourth down. We went for it, no, we? Oh. and we punt. Okay. So like, those types of decisions early in the game are so key, right? Fourth and half a yard. What's the likelihood of getting it? I don't know, 60, 70%, like maybe 50. But it's not less than 50. No way. Especially when you have Chris Carson, one of like the strongest runners in the league. Mm -hmm. So that was like the first one. The second one was then uh, on the next drive, it was now 14 to three. And we have a fourth and three at midfield and we go for it. Yeah. Hmm. So almost like, I don't know. I don't know if, at that time, he felt the game was getting away from him a little bit at 14-3 to three, and how easily the Rams were driving on the Seahawks defense that right. he's like, okay, this is where I'm going to go for it. But, but that's literally so the drive before was fourth yeah. and half a yard yeah. versus fourth and like a long three, three Maybe or four. he regretted not going for it and just kind of forced it. Maybe. And then the other one was seven minutes left in the game. It's 28-9. to nine, And... We have a fourth down on the 30, and it was like fourth and two or fourth mm-hmm. and th- it was a sh- fourth and short, and they kick a field goal. So, someone posted today on Instagram, and I saw this. Do you remember this, Carl? Yesterday? Mm-hmm. So, there's seven minutes left. They, yep. they kick a field goal to, to make it 28 12 instead. They, I don't know Should what fucking formula calculation they put this through, but yeah. the Seahawks' chances to win the game were worse after kicking the field goal than before. So they showed like huh. the probability of the Rams winning at 23 to 9 mm-hmm. going forward on fourth down were like 98.7%. The probability of the Rams winning after they kick a field goal and get the ball back up 16 were 98.8 or 9%. A little bit higher. I get that. So being like well cuz you're forced now mm-hmm. to have to go for a touchdown and then I know that. So it's a whole different world, right? Well, I think being down 16 is not ideal, right? Because no. you have to... You need two touchdowns and two... two you need two onside points. kick, yeah. and then you need two two-point conversion. Yeah. Whereas if they go for it on fourth down uh-huh. in a pretty reasonable situation that was like fourth and two or three or something, it was short, and they get it, then they're in position to score a touchdown, which would have put them down 13, which is a much more acquirable number mm-hmm. than 16 is a lot of 50% things, right? Going for it on two is like 45%. Yeah. Getting an onside kick is like oh my one God. in 10, one in 15. 
So probably some around there. What, there's been like two this year, three. Well, someone who last it was week the Falcons three uh, in a row. Yeah, it was the Asian <laughs> kicker. I forgot his name. So well, yeah, it was the Falcons. It was, it was right. three in a row. Yeah, they got three in a row. One got called, one called back because it was yeah. a penalty or something. Yeah, but then they got it again, and then they scored, and then it's kicked insane. again, got it again, and it wasn't even a penalty. The refs fucked up. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's a good play. That guy has like a whole YouTube channel and does like crazy kicks and really, really, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Dixon have one of those too? I don't know if he does or not, but he's got a ton of different kicks. He had a good game, I'm telling you. Like he was like the one shining him and Diggs on our team were the only good I love things Quandre. Quandre's so good. Yeah. Fuck too bad there's no punters in fantasy, eh? <laughs> I know. That would have been the one. Pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> pick him up. Diggs is any, on fire though. Any kick over any punt over like fifty five yards or something. <laughs> what, what's the average? Or like 48. It's gotta be like probably high 40s. Yeah. yeah. Or you think over that, you get one point. Anything over 55, you get three points. Or you Anything get a point 60, if you get it within their red zone. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be fun. Inside the 20, you get two points. Inside the 10, you get four points. <laughs> this is an idea. Let's just do straight up we fantasy start league with just punters. Just punters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's us three. We each get 10 punters. There should be kick, the kickers too. Yeah, sure. I think it'd be fun to ju- like just who I'm not taking. You just start one kicker, one punter Here for the we week. <laughs> I knew this was going to come up eventually. I know who I'm not picking. <laughs> I love the text you guys sent. Myers kicks Trying a 39 yarder. Wow. What do you think now? What do you have to say about Myers now? I'm like, you just watch. There's the rest of the game left. And then and he mixes seconds the later, point. he misses an extra point. Even closer. At that point, the game was over. I get it, but we're paying this guy an arm and a leg. Like, can we just, like, let's cut him, pick up some other guy, and spend some money on our, on our defense. We need to protect Russell. He needs a little bit more time. I think O-line is more important than defense. I think, That's what I meant, O-line, sorry. I don't know. I don't know if the defense... The defense has shown up against, like, good teams. It's the, I meant the offensive line. We need to spend some more money on the offensive line because... Hunt is not the answer. So this year, Russell Wilson has been sacked 40 times. Is that the most in the NFL? 40 yeah. times? And, in and comparison, five last night. In comparison to Lamar Jackson, which is 23. So almost double. Yeah. Remember that stat I gave you the, uh, a couple weeks ago? about It was like a QB time stat. Yeah. Russell Wilson was 28 in the league. Lamar Jackson was number one. One or two. In terms of, it was like an offensive line efficiency. In terms stat of how long he has to make a decision, or? It, was some, it was like an offensive line efficiency stat. So I think it was like how long he has to throw, how many times he gets uh, knocked down, yeah. rushed, rushed, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. I don't know what the algorithm is, but something like that. Do you think we, I don't know, give up a wide receiver for extra linemen? Like, what do we do? Well, you can't Uh-oh. trade next anymore. year. You just yeah, got to yeah, pick yeah. people up. That's a great question. How how do we have success in the playoffs this year? Well, we what needs to happen? Is we need it, the rookies to show up because now we're, I mean, especially for running mm-hmm. backs. Mm-hmm. Well, because Penny's gone. So now all we have is Carson, even at linebacker, and Homer. Even at linebacker, right? Yeah. Uh, Kendricks was out this week yeah. with an Kendricks injury. Out. Barton, who is his replacement, got hurt and is out next week. Yeah. I think KJ Wright was like on the fence to play this week, but he did. So I don't know. Maybe injuries are just coming to bite us a little bit yeah yeah it's crazy i think the penny loss is bigger than people 
It's oh, huge. I think people are talking about it, but I think it's, it's huge. <laughs> Didn't Precise come in in his first play? He fumbled. <laughs> Precise? Did he? Yeah. No. Yes. Carson went to like, or uh, Carson Wilson passed the ball to him oh. and then just dropped it. Like, oh God, here we go. No, Wilson tried to pull it away. Did he? So that, that was one of those read options, which are, as a, all right, as a former quarterback in high school, they wow. are difficult because it's, it's like such a fine line of when the running back actually thinks they're getting the ball. Because yeah. literally the job is you're going to put it in the running back's stomach and you're reading the D end. If the D end goes down the line, you're taking the ball out. It's a yeah. split if the D end comes decision. up, yeah. you're leaving the ball in the running back's stomach. So if the running back thinks he's getting it and closes his arms, he just pulls and out and then your you hand. try to pull it out, it, that's what happened. Oh. Yeah. And so Procise and Wilson have had what? three snaps together this year. Yeah. Maybe like not very many. Yeah. So it's just timing. Honestly, pro sizes look good the last year or two. I think last year you got more carries. I'm like, he's a good third option. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, of course. And I feel like Homer is going to be good too. We just got to give him some. Just young. He's just young. Yeah. Yeah, He's a rookie, right? He's a rookie. Yeah. So he's not going to get that opportunity unless. Precise gets injured, and then you're God, now what? Do you think at some point the excuse me? Wow, have a scotch. I know we've I know we've been aggressively <laughs> drowning our feelings. Uh, do you think at some point what's the O coordinator's name? Schottenheimer. Sure, go with that. Something like that. Uh, just says Wilson it's your team if we're going to lose we're going to lose on your shoulders and instead of throwing the ball 30 times we're throwing the ball 45 times mm-hmm. maybe not 45 but 40 I th- the weapons at wide receiver yep. unbelievable why right weren't they using it look at the line why is, is Gordon not being that, okay, used you know what Gordon had, a great gr- point. Gordon had a great play why is he not being used he's only, get, he's only <laughs> getting one one throw Again, what's I going think he has on? Two targets, two catches this week, right? Like, is uh, the guy just not smart and he needs like time to learn one play? Like, he oh, needs five a, targets. A week? This week he had more, yeah. Yeah, he but, had five targets, but yeah. I, like, no. what's going on? Like, the guys, why are we not using him? Especially because Lockett's not doing anything because he's mm-hmm. injured and had the flu. Like, I don't get why. I don't get what's going on. I don't know. Also, the Giants are up seven nothing. Good for them. I told you this. I <laughs> should switch my pick. I told you at the beginning of this game I should switch my pick because Manning's in. They're gonna win the game for him. This is, gonna this is his last season. Well, I don't know if it is, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna stay as a backup. He's old, isn't he? Isn't he like forty one? I don't think he's forty one. Is he? Well, his brother is only a few years older than him. And his brother's like forty six. Still, Eli Manning is thirty eight, and yeah. he turns thirty nine in three weeks. You might as well retire. There's no point in being a backup at this point. Either you retire, you have the legacy of of being a great Super Bowl champion. But New York screwed him. Like they should have rode him this year. Well, because this season's a write off. I just let him play. He let him play. Yeah. Like he's won you two Super Bowls. What are you doing? Give him the Kobe treatment and then fucking move on next year. Give him the Manning treatment. Like that. Who is their starter? a legacy. Jones? Dan Jones? Yeah, the quarter is a rookie. He's a rookie. 
He's terrible. And they picked him super high in the draft, and people were upset. Oh, really? Yeah. And Maybe they led him to. He's led him to two wins. Though. What's the right move, though? Like, what's the right move? You go with your guy who's won you two Super Bowls. Hold he's on, not the on, reason that's losing the games. I know. No, no, but I'm assuming at the beginning of the year, it's fairly easy to see as a Jets like personnel, as a staff of the Jets or as a staff of the Bengals, your team is not going to be very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you use this year as a building year for next year. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning is not a building year for next year, right? Like, why not give the young guy a bunch of snaps so he can get a little bit of experience and get a little bit better so that next year or the year after, you have a chance at being better. Whereas if he never plays it down this year, Eli Manning plays the entire year and then he gets thrown in next year, Next year is going to be this year for them. I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I'm, I like going the other way. I think, I think. But they're going to be bad anyway. They're going to be two and 10 anyway. And I get it. Mm -hmm. But I just think that you have somebody in your team that's, that is the legacy. Like has, is the heartbeat of your team or was the heartbeat of your team and has won you Super Bowls. You're telling me that like, when Wilson gets older, like just put him in the backup and don't let him play. If, just we, have because a, if we have a chance to win a Super Bowl, I would like Wilson to be playing. If we do not have a chance to win a Super Bowl and we're going to be two and 10, I would say put the rookie and let's start building for the next few years. Who is our backup? Gino Smith. Gino. <clears throat> oh my God. It sucks when we lose. I know it's so down, man. Podcasts are terrible when you lose. It's not a fun week. No. Should we go over our predictions from last? No, no, no. We're gonna skip that. This is my one point. You're gonna give me one point. Give myself one. Yeah, you predicted the loss, didn't you? No, you didn't. No, I got closer to the score. Okay. No, we don't want to hear that. (laughs) Good news is that Carson had and has a thousand yard running season. That's nice. Couple of years in a row, two years in a row. Do you think he'll match Lynch's? The four in a row. Was Lynch four? The running back position is tough, man. It's so dependent on injuries. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. And right. one injury, and you're a different person, man. Like, how many yeah. times have we seen this this year? Yeah. Or literally one play, and you're out for the season. Like Penny, right? His first touch last night, towards it. Well, probably towards ACL. On such a weird play, too. It didn't even look bad. Do you remember? It doesn't take much, though. It was such a weird play. His knee just kind of got jammed. No. But it was the other knee that got hit. Mm-hmm. Or the other leg. I don't know. That was weird. Football's weird. Uh, all right. Let's make some predictions for next week and get out of here. We got to drink a lot of scotch. <laughs> <clears throat> they play uh, in Carolina next week, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Carolina's garbage. That has to be a guaranteed win. They don't even have a head coach right now. They don't have a head coach. They're shopping Newton now, ready to trade him. Are they? Yeah. Well, you can't so trade anymore. Wasn't the trade deadline? No, like I know, but or? they're already looking for for an outcome for him next year. So, like, this is they're they're packing their bags. They got pumped looking ahead for by the Falcons last week. Yeah. Yikes. One of the games I got right. One of the only games I got. But played the Saints really close. Isn't that, football it's is so weird, weird man. It's so, weird, so man. weird. It's such a weird sport like that. 
That's oh man, it's brutal. Because you think you have it predicted, like you think at this time of year, the teams that are supposed to win are going to win, the ones that are going to lose are supposed to lose. Like there might be a few little upsets here and there, but you just get these weird matchups that change the game. And football, man, it comes down or to a couple injury, plays. Right? An yeah. injury too. Yeah. You get a, you get your secondary guy going up a monster. Yeah, it's a problem. Exactly. In Carolina, what do you in think? In Carolina, I'm going Seahawks. They're going to have a huge ba- uh, bounce back game. I'm hoping Pete didn't let them go home. They're already in Carolina for a full week. They have to eat local food to suffer. They're not allowed to talk to family. They're Carolina has some hotel. great barbecue, I've heard, though, isn't it? I don't know. I'm just saying they <laughs> need to treat this. They need to treat this as a must win. Like mm-hmm. You guys cannot lose these games. You need to win this game is a must-win game in my book. So Seahawks win. I'm looking at 34, 34 to 21. Okay. Denny? 38-24, Seahawks. I was going to say 24. I'm going to say... 31 17 Seahawks, and I hope Christian McCaffrey gets all 17 points for my fantasy team. (laughs) (laughs) I hope just for that he gets injured. Fuck. Holy shit. Guys, if anyone cares about Greater Vancouver real estate, I just got a text. Had a client rate an offer on a one and den condo, 650 square feet, 15 offers tonight. And one subject free. Yeah, guess what the sale price was? Listed at six forty nine, which was, I which mean, was low, which was fifty k low from the price that you were saying before at uh, up to you had some offers up to seven fifty. I'm going to say it went for seven eighty eight. Carl, seven eighty eight. You said six fifty initially. Six fifty list price, which was fifty thousand dollars low. The last oh. sale of a similar unit sold for seven oh five, and that was in <sighs> August, I believe. Jesus. I would say anything over 700, but you guys are saying 750? Fuck, I say 730. I have 792. No idea. 792. What? Somebody overpaid. Wow. No, there's 15 offers, man. Was this 792 like, subject free? What are we doing right now? Was this like a nice, special apartment? Unique? I've like, seen the place. Sweet place. Good view. 650 square feet. Is it one year old building? A loft? No, more condo. One bedroom. One bed and like a den that's big enough for second bedroom kind of, but no window. Wow. Bro. That'd be tough to make it cash positive. 2020 is going <laughs> to be busy, your, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what does your client think about that when you tell them the price? I'm going to message her right now. <laughs> She's not going to be excited. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if this is going to change our market. 2020 is going to be busy. Do you think so? Call this fall has right been insane. It's not going to be like 2016. But I think it's going to be somewhere between 2018, which was kind of like a slow and, well, kind of like a steady year, and yeah. 2016, which was insanity. I think it's going to be active as shit. Okay. Anyways, let's go back to Seahawks. Hope you guys win next week. Real estate's more exciting than Seahawks. Depressing. Right? Seahawks, we love you. Let's get a dub next week and get to Please. 11 and 3 and take down the Niners in week 17. To win the division. Yes. Let's win the division. It's a good idea. Hashtag go hawk.
Peace.